Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to the Fikra Podcast. Um, it's been longer than I recorded this episode that you will be listening to this. It's actually been, I believe, <laughs> two months since I recorded this and then I never really got around to editing it and post-production, all that stuff. Um, it's a really good, uh, it's a really light podcast, but it's heavy within the topics. It was a light conversation because Brother Amr was so easy to talk to, mashallah. And um, it, it was a really, really good one. You guys need to listen to this, inshallah. Um, as far as the chron- chronological events that were taking place at the time, it was the time of that uh, one concert that happened. So there might be events that we talk about that we say happened recently, but they probably happened in mid-November. So uh, just bear with us, but, you know, it's still very, very helpful. There's topics ranging from addictions to marriage to filming uh, as far as, like, photography and production quality within the Dean spectrum. So much stuff. So inshallah, sit back. If you are on your commute and uh, this this time around, I believe people will be on their commutes because back when I started the podcast, it was just everybody was quarantined. So subhanAllah, if you are on your commute, uh, inshallah, pay attention to the road. Inshallah, this is going to be a good podcast. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you all. And inshallah, you'll see some more episodes coming from me. And uh, be sure to check out the Prophetic Mentality podcast. This is the the guest, Amr Mabruk, is the host of the Prophetic Mentality podcast. So inshallah, after you're done with this episode, please go ahead and subscribe to that channel as well. And subscribe to us. Inshallah, we will pump out more content for you. And inshallah, we will get further together. Inshallah. So, uh, we'll start with the episode. Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man wala. Welcome back to the Fikra podcast. I haven't said that in, I think, like seven months, easily. Uh, partially because the thing is, uh, when doing a solo thing, I think personally, uh, especially being, you know, early 20s, you just want to like get famous, all this stuff. Okay. And if you have this intention, my intentions, 100%, they were not in the right place. Right. Oh. And um, you look at it and, and I didn't know it at the time. And I, uh, I look back and I'm just like, if I see where I wanted the podcast to go, it was literally just hey, let's meet this new celebrity imam. Let's meet this guy. Let's meet him. Let's meet him. Let's meet him. Uh, and then that turned into like a, uh, a a little kick for me because like, oh, like I know I have the contact of this guy. I have the contact him. I have the contact him. And then you and then you also like, it's kind of like a gloating thing too for, for, especially for like, for me personally, like a young guy just, you know, solo doing, it's like no boundaries. You can just, you meet whoever Sheikh you want and you're just, you know, and then, and then when I did a solo one and then one of my teachers caught me on it and he was like, Hey, Mishud, what was that solo episode that you did? And 
it was um, just me kind of like, like, like just talking about myself. <laughs> it was like, it was like a self kind of like, Hey, look yeah. guys, what I did. All right. Uh-huh. So the intentions there, that's the reason I, I put it to a pause. Uh, right. But then the, what, what carried me to come back kind of just for the, it's not like a regular schedule, by the way, guys, it's not, <laughs> by the way, it's, it's more of a, when I meet someone interesting, when I meet someone who I have been inspired by and mashallah, I have been, I'll tell you more about that. Uh, our beloved brother, Amr. Allah uh, and, uh, <laughs> the, the thing with that is I just want to, you know, be, be the best self I can be. And the, and to do that, I just be better than I was yesterday. Be better than I was yesterday. Don't go at a, like a high pace and just drive through, mm-hmm. you know, I think for my personal growth, it was better to do it. Yeah. I mean, the, the Prophet he says that, uh, like indeed those deeds that are the best and most beloved to Allah, those are the ones that are small, but often, and that's some, that's a hadith, one hadith that stuck with me the entire way through, I think. Mm. So enough about me, enough about my own, uh, why I paused it. I think cause, cause people are going to have questions. They're like, Hey, what's good with the schedule? You know? Yeah. Seven months in gap, another seven <laughs> months in gap, but that's, that's the reason. Allah purify our intentions and everything Amen. we do. So my beloved brother, Amr, may Allah SWT increase you in your rizq, in amal, in amal. So what is your story? And please introduce yourself. What do you do? And where are you coming from? <laughs> where, <laughs> it's funny. The, the, the first question my, my wife back then asked me was, tell me about you. And I was like, I hate that question. Because I, hate, I, don't, I don't really like to, to talk about myself very much. I, I don't know where to start, what to say. Give, give, me, give me a little bit of guidance. What, what so, do you, okay. you are, I said in the beginning, you're in the West Side. So how did yes. you go towards Cali? My parents moved me here. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Very easy. Uh, yeah, nice. You know, that's they, great. They, yeah, they are in NorCal, Northern California. Mm-hmm. And I went to school in Central California. Mm. And after graduation, I moved down to Southern California, uh, Los Angeles, to uh, to pursue my career in civil engineering. So oh, that's where I got one a, 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 a nice job offer. So I moved down here for work and I eventually got married down here. So I'm here now, alhamdulillah. MashaAllah, nice. So... I'm uh, very, very intrigued as to if you guys have not already subscribed, please go subscribe to the Prophetic Mentality podcast. It is, it is by far my favorite podcast. Like it's, it's my favorite podcast. Like that's why, like I'm, I'm, you know, fanboying over here tonight. <laughs> but we, uh, so the Prophetic Mentality podcast, right? At yeah. Prophetic Mentality on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. So. I think the first thing that drew me towards it was the production quality, right? Mm. I was like, wait a second. This, and like, obviously this is means no offense, just like from a consumer mindset. It's like, okay, how is the production quality so high? But then like the, like the follower count is like under a thousand. It's like, where do you... Yeah. It's like, where did they have the budget? Like, what is, yeah. like, what is, like, is there, is a masajid like funding this? Like, no. you know, <laughs> no, that, yeah, that's right. So, so it's, if, if anybody goes to it, it's just like, it's, it's much a very well played out where very well, like produced. So where does your background with that start? Okay. 
So actually out of high school, I wanted to pursue uh, film studies. I had a natural passion for film growing up. So I talked to my parents about it. You know, hey, I want to I follow through with this. And, you know, they, they, I don't think they were very, uh, you know, at first they probably weren't too fond of the idea. You know, they're, 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 you know, they immigrated here for me to have a better future. And that for them, that means, you know, engineer, doctor, lawyer. Yes. Essentially, you know, my dad himself is an engineer. And, you know, what kind of sealed the, the nail in the coffin, right? My school had a sort of an alumni event where alumni came from nearby colleges to kind of speak about their experiences. And there was a group of kids that were doing film studies. And, you know, they were kind of talking about their experiences or maybe their career paths. And I was very unimpressed. I was like, man, if I go into this field, I'm going to be deadbeat broke. I'll never be able to afford anything. So I was like, you know what, I'm just, you know, I am going to do civil engineering. I was good at math, good at physics. Um, so I pursued civil engineering and I kind of forgot about the whole film thing. And then, uh, subhanAllah, it was actually the first time I held a camera after that was when I met my wife. Uh, she was going uh, to go on this trip and she purchased like a camera, like a Sony DSLR. And then I was like, why did you buy this? Like you have a iPhone that can take really good photos. And she goes, no, 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 like this is much better. It's a nice camera. I did a lot of research and you know, she spent hundreds of dollars on it. And I was like, this is such a waste of money. Like, why would you, you know, why would you do this? Right. You don't even know how to use it. And, you know, and, but I started playing with it and I kind of remembered that this passion that I had for this field. And that this was around this, it was like, subhanAllah, like when I look back on how I ended up here, it was just so many different pathways, so many different roads that just converge and then you end up going somewhere. It's like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just forces you in one direction, right? It's really, it, you, when you look back, it's like it really wasn't in your control. Um, at the same time, I was heavily listening to a lot of Muslim podcasts. There was like the Mad Mamluks early days before they were video. There was the Safina Society mm. podcast, uh, you know, season one, season two, probably one of my first my most favorite seasons of all time of podcast, yeah, yeah. uh, Sifina Society, season one, season two. Um, and then there was also Diffused Congruence. I don't know if you've listened to them at all, but there's also like, they, had, they did a few really good episodes in the beginning. So, and I started, um, and I just, I don't know, what, for one reason or another, I was on YouTube and I just found this guy using a camera making cool videos. And I, I was like, maybe I want to get into this. So, um. Yeah. And I kind of talked to my then wife about it. I was like, Hey, I kind of want to buy a camera and mm. we were about to get married. So I was like, I, you know, I'm saving money to get married. And I was like, I want to buy this camera. And she's like, okay, go for it. You know, like we talked about it and I was like, yeah, you know, maybe just pursue your passion, you know, like why not? And uh, she kind of encouraged me to go make that purchase. And you know, the rest is history. I would nice. Say. Yeah. Nice, Michelle. So it was yeah. a question was one of your kind of inspirations. Cause I know mine was, um, on on youtube like peter mckinnon and casey neistat like i think those guys they they with their film uh yeah storytelling i think that's a big thing that a lot of people overlook when you're filming and you're taking photography uh even with a single photo you can tell a whole story right like, exactly like for example like uh, i don't know if you've watched the movie there's a movie sorry guys we watch movies right <laughs> the secret life of walter mitty I haven't uh, seen that one. No. So, so the the main kind of like 
plot is running around um, the cover of the Life magazine, right? And the cover of it, like, spoiler alert, it ends up being the guy, Walter Mitty, sitting at, like, in front of the Life building, and, like, the, the that's, like, their final product, their final, mm-hmm. like, print magazine. It's supposed to be, like, the story of life, right? It's, like, supposed to be the pinnacle of what they mean. And it's just a picture of the guy holding a negative up to the light. And it's just, you know, him looking and trying to figure out the cover. So it's, like, a meta kind of thing anyway, right? Yeah. But, like, it's, it's a storytelling, right? That's what mm-hmm. brings it into it. Um, and I think it's... I don't know if like the, the, you know, in Australia, they're pretty big one path network, right? Yeah. They, their, their studio, they have a studio, they have everything, right? Yeah. And they're pushing a out A lot content. of those guys in, in uh, overseas, mashallah, mashallah in UK yeah. as well. Yeah. They, yeah. Uh, that one, what's it called in the UK? Uh, there's something. Yeah. There's I, the one Dawa center or something like that. Yeah. The, the, all um, their stuff looks amazing. All yeah, stuff exactly. Looks great. Yeah. They're, they're, right. they're dialed in with the whole media uh-huh. production stuff. You know, they yeah, hire yeah. people out. All their guys know what they're doing. You don't see a guy talking into a camera unless he's got a mic in front of him. You know, and that, or, that's, that's a yeah, big Or a mic there. hidden, you know what I mean? Somewhere, yeah. Clipped on, whatever, yeah. They, it's never, it's yeah. Some it's, sort of off-flight camera. They, they're they dialed in, mashallah. Exactly, 100%. Yeah. And I think to, and, and that goes to like put a side point. It's like to spread like Dean towards the youth and to the new community that's coming up and growing up. Cause obviously like, you know, Mill will preserve our elders, but after a certain point, it's going to be the people that are growing up that are going to be the elders. Right. Yeah. So how are you going to get this group to continue the Dean, you know, and you have to talk in their language and their language is, you know, production quality that can match what they're currently watching. Yeah. Right. Cause they're watching right. Netflix and they're watching all these things. Netflix has billions of dollars in budgets, right? They mm-hmm. they use this money, they put that they put it out, and yeah. they're making shows that, <laughs> like for example, like the one show, Lucifer, right? It's a show about the devil, and it's humanizing and romanticizing yeah. the devil, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. That's yeah. the thing is, right? They're watching it, right? However much we hate it. They're watching because it looks appealing, right? Now, how do you make this da'wah appealing? How do you make, like, even these podcasts, like, inshallah, like, a, this is yeah. a form of da'wah, right? These podcasts and everything like this, how do you make it more appealing? You put a lot of effort and time and, like, and yeah. that obviously increases the barakah of it, obviously, right? It's just part it, of doing something with ihsan. Exactly. Do, yeah. Doing it the best that you can. Yeah. Um, because it's it's uh, you're doing something for the dean. There's no you can't really you can't afford to cut corners. Um, you know I just uh, even even back in the day you know some of these illuminated Muslim manuscripts look so beautiful, right? The amount of effort they mm, would put in yeah. into you know the calligraphy, making something look appealing Sticking to the it eye. With gold, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, and then and then it even shows in our uh, architectural history. Yeah. Right, the the beauty that went into everything, um, and and if you you if you're doing any sort of dawa work or any sort of work in Islam, I think beauty needs to be a huge huge part of it, um, because at the end of the day, when you consume a message, sometimes the medium is the message, right? So the medium need itself needs to be beautiful, otherwise it won't get through. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, you can't you can't really be chopping it up however you want in that regard. Exactly. And then you have you have it reminded me of like controversies of like how much massage spend on their actual upkeep of uh it's like for example, like if you see a masjid, it's a leased building. Like it's not like there's no architecture there. It's not appealing. Unfortunately, unfortunately yeah. right? It's not appealing yeah. to the youth to come in. So and then you and then you, you complain, right? Oh, why don't the youth go to the masjid? Well, you're not promoting it where they are. Because their social space, like soci- sociologically, like their social space is social media and they're on Instagram a lot more than they're even in their own home yeah. like with their parents. Right. So they're, they're, they're there and they, they're able to go out and do things. Right. But you just have to get in their line, talk their language, you know? Yeah. And this is what I think you have done a good job of. Mashallah. In it. This, um, prophetic mentality, right. The, the entire podcast. And I think the, yeah. the reason why, um, and coincidentally, right? Subhanallah, this this co- this topic comes in the month of November. Apparently, right? There's this company called Movember. They focus on like keeping. They like they say like, oh, whoever like tags us and keeps a mustache or something will donate towards like research for men's mental health. I don't. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it's like an actual thing. But the the crux is like, okay, this is uh, mental health for dedicated towards men right yeah i mean i don't so, know how much i, I yeah. subscribe to all of that but we can yeah. get into that later yeah uh, yeah 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 it's not about the it's not about the yeah. november right <laughs> it's yeah. more about the or the mental health you know we or can the mental that too exactly yeah 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 <clears throat> and the thing is with this entire um notion of you know bringing people towards this topic right prophetic mentality right and then you also did a kind of twi- double entendre i think you did prophetic men and then mentality so it's like kind of yeah. like uh and then you how do you actually you, credit credit munir for that one yeah yeah mashallah munir, yeah. Munir, yeah i see i had okay so just so the you know i've had this idea for the podcast since like i don't know 2018 yeah and I didn't release until, was it 2020? Or no, was it 2020? Yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. So it was like for a whole year, I was trying to... Uh, it's funny, I have, I have photos. Maybe I'll post them on the Instagram later of like what yeah. the original podcast setup looked like out of like my studio apartment. I, <laughs> I didn't have a lot of funds back then. So I sold my Yu-Gi-Oh card collection from like high school, which was like worth money. It was wow. like <laughs> three, 400 bucks. And I put all that money into like podcast equipment. And I was like, this is great. I'm going to record some podcasts. And, uh, and then I watched a video interview where someone was, you know, I don't remember who, something on YouTube. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be great if I had cameras? And I started like, you know, looking up cameras. And this was around the same time my wife bought a camera. Yeah. Right. So I was like, okay. And I started looking at cameras and I kind of started learning all about that. Um, but yeah, the, it, it and then after I figured out what I wanted, I was like, there's no way I have the budget for this now. And, uh, and then the podcast had a different name back then, which I, I don't want to, I'm not going <laughs> to reveal it <laughs> yeah. maybe later. Okay. But <laughs> it took me like seven months to come up with another name. Yeah. I think for this and the logo yeah, and everything, exactly. I'm really bad at that stuff, but yeah. I think personally as well, like with the the entire the Fikra podcast, it was before it was just supposed to be like the Mashuth Hussein podcast. Like that's it. Like I wasn't original at all, right? Yeah. 
but then I found like I was learning Arabic at the time and my teacher had just taught me the word like fikra, right? It's like mm. it's a it's a thought, an idea, like a like a light bulb, right? And um I was like, oh that's cool. Uh the original logo, I just slapped something together and then I posted it up. Um and then subhanAllah, like afterwards, uh one of the listeners who was a graphic designer at Delightfully Designed. Uh, the sister, mashallah, mashallah, bless her. And she made uh, a logo for me, right? And mm-hmm. she was like, here you go. And it was the craziest thing. And it's the current logo. It's a brain uh, interlocked with a light bulb. So it's like a thinking as well as like an, uh, like an idea, idea. Yeah, yeah. right? So it's the Fikra podcast, right? So uh, yeah, that goes. And then the, it's supposed to be just, you know, light conversations, light kind of uh, yeah. light. Like <laughs> I just realized that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, those light conversations that, um, supposed to uplift you, you know, in some way, if we can, if Allah SWT allows us and it's just small little things. Nah. And, and I think, oh, I started video as well. You want to know a funny story? It's really hard when you're doing it alone. Uh, <laughs> tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, it's the, not, it's, it takes, I a, recorded two entire episodes. The first two episodes, I recorded them full. And DSLR yeah. cameras. I have the DS. I have two DSLRs. I have uh, you know the Canon T5i, and I'm a very Canon freak. I like I like Canon. Well, don't quote me on that. I'm a Canon freak. No, yeah, no, I'm a Canon camera freak. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so these, uh, and then I had two angles, and I recorded them, and you know how hard it is to splice them together. I'm guessing, right? So yeah, it takes time. Uh, yeah. So I recorded it. And then what I did was I was on Final Cut Pro. I wanted to render. It was all done. And I wanted to export it. No. What happened after that was I said, oh, I don't have any space in this hard drive. Why is it so full? <laughs> what did I do? I cleaned up the hard drive and I tried to save it again. All the raw files were deleted. Wow. <laughs> all the raw <laughs> files were gone. So I tried to make space for the final thing and it. Deleted. <laughs> yep. No comment. Dumbest thing. Dumbest thing I've ever done. It took me so long to edit it and just do it all together too. But wow. and then I said, you know what? Maybe this is not for me right now. You know. So that's yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why side of things takes up the most. Yeah. Time. It's just yeah. hard drive space, man. You got to buy so many, so much memory to like. People don't realize you have mm-hmm. three cameras running, recording in like four, full four K. Um, especially yeah, exactly. my old cameras after one episode, it would be like 500 gigabytes, 800 gigabytes. I think well, the Sheikh Mustafa Amr episode was almost, uh, we recorded for like four hours. It was almost one terabyte of rough yeah, footage. An entire, yeah. And then, and when you, know, you, and like most, most computers, you buy a computer, you buy a computer. They're like, you know, it's one terabyte of space SSD mm. or whatever. So I have, I have to, you know, it's a, yeah, you, you have know, to manage all terabyte that data. One. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, it's it's that's why like you just end up like once you take a deep dive into this production stuff, there's no end. Exactly. There's no end. There's no end. There's no limit to how much you can spend. <laughs> unfortunately, <Yeah>. that's true. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, fortunately, unfortunately, I guess yeah. That's that's but why yeah. we have to be engineers, doctors, and lawyers, right? <laughs> Civil engineers don't pay that much. That's not. That's <laughs> that's not. <laughs> you got to hustle. You just got to hustle. Yeah, yeah. you just got to hustle. Yeah, I was exactly. buying and selling stuff on Facebook Marketplace to fund all of this. Exactly. That's yeah. that's a hustle. That's a that's a yeah, really a straight good up hustle. Side hustling. Yeah. That's, uh, 
And I want I want the haters to be like, who's funding this? Because I yeah, just have to be like, yeah. nah, it's nobody. Exactly, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not a hater, by the way. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but, uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, so this this um, I want to shift gears towards um, go for it. This this mental health, right? So why did you try to uh, focus a lot on men's mental health? Was it a point in your life where you said? It's not talked about enough. And it obviously, you know, at the end of the day, we say it's not talked about enough. But I think nowadays it's everybody says that and then everybody just starts talking about it more and more. But still, you can go on and on. So what was that point in your life where you said, OK, I don't know if anybody's talked about it, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Well, first off, um, I need to correct one maybe slight misconception. I am not a mental health podcast. Yeah, what well, made, yeah, yeah. Did you think that... Uh, I'm, I, we don't, um, the mentality part, just, it's like what I meant, you what we mean t- yeah, by exactly, mentality, exactly. it's like your ideation of things, your outlook towards things, you know, you have exactly, to, yeah, yeah. not necessarily mental health. Um, I don't, exactly, I wasn't exactly. thinking about mental health at all, actually, when, when mm-hmm. I thought of this, the reason, the, 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 the inception of the podcast came when I was getting married and, um, there was just a lot of questions that I had, I was, you know, going to be transitioning into, uh, you know, being a husband. Right. And coming out of college, I considered myself a feminist. Mm. Right. And, uh, there was like a bubble around that time of like this, this, like these neoliberalist feminist, like postmodernist ideations that were happening in school my school not so much but a lot of my friends were expressing certain ideas and you know I'm absorbing some things and now I'm getting married and there's just I just felt like an internal conflict like a clash right um so I was a little a little bit confused by what was going on and you know I I did all the seminars about marriage right uh but they, they didn't seem to they, they, I mean, I got a lot of maybe the Islamic legal jurisprudential uh, fact, you know, facts about what applies to my circumstance, but maybe not as much of the uh, what I, which what I needed at the time was like uh, someone to kind of go through my cultural. Uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, my cult, my cultural condition, and kind of unwind that for me a little bit, right? That wasn't happening. So I was like, maybe someone needs to talk about these topics, men's topics, right? And then the, the idea was to have like a, like a men's topic kind of podcast. And then who are the best men? Exactly. You know, yeah. the prophets. Yeah, yeah. And the best of them is the prophet, sallallahu And, you know, he had the best men with him, right? The sahaba, right? So that's yeah. why our banner or our, our, um, um, our decor is mm-hmm. are those panels. Yeah, yeah. Right. We we made those. My you know, my wife helped me make those. We we took pictures from the the Hagia Sophia Masjid in Turkey. We found high quality re- pictures of the panels in Turkey, and I had someone uh digitize them and then we had them printed and then made uh here in LA. They're one of a kind. So um oh. and that's kind of the idea that this is who you want to be like as a man. And this is across time and space, right? Mm-hmm. So what kind of, uh, and that was kind of like the starting point, like I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
and it, it was a long it was a long road i think we i consulted with like i consulted with as many sheikhs as i mm-hmm. could you know bum rush after before, an event before starting oh yeah yeah mm. i called dr shadi yeah um he's I, local uh, to me yeah he's local to you i, yeah, I was yeah. on the phone with him a few times uh yeah. Um, he gave me some really great advice. I, you know, spoke with uh, Dr. Sherman Jackson. Um, uh, Sheikh Ala Eddin Al Bakri was our first guest. First, He's yeah. my personal Sheikh. You know, I consulted with him. Um, and uh, there, there's there's quite quite a quite a bit more. I'm just kind of um, losing lose, uh, losing memory right now. But uh, one of them told me something, and I almost put the whole thing uh, to to an end. Mm. Uh, I consulted one sheikh and I was like, hey, sheikh, I have this idea. What do you think? And and I kid you not, I was in the car with him and he just looks at me and he goes, uh, I don't recommend it. I was like, why? This, this is a great idea. Good opportunity, you know, help people. And he goes, this would be like the blind leading the blind. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I think it was like lights out for six months. I, see. I didn't want to do it. Even though everyone said, uh, everyone else was like, go for it. I was like, eh. I didn't have his approval. So, um, mm. alhamdulillah. Um, but, uh, alhamdulillah, you learn and, I mean, yeah. you learn, you learn a lot of things from every single piece of advice. He retracted that later though. Ah. It was good. It was good. Ah, later, later, later he came back. <laughs> nice, nice, mashallah. That's good. That's really nice. But yeah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Now that's really, that's really amazing. And I think, um, the- and if you actually, if you look mm-hmm. now, there's a lot more men's related content out there than it was in like 2020, 2019. Yeah, even just in the past year. Yeah, and this is not just Muslim stuff. There's like a bunch of Muslim, like there's like the ideal Muslim man. There's yeah. a, a, a real fit Muslim man. Something, there's like all these mm-hmm. Muslim man stuff happening. Yeah. Even, you know, some other sheikhs I was talking to, like, oh, I'm doing something out of my city. You know, we get all the Muslim uh, men together to do stuff. So, and even in like mainstream yeah. culture, there's a lot of like mus- like uh, men things happening yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean um so it wasn't like I, I wasn't i'm not like a genius i didn't like just see this it, it was just <laughs> something there was like something that was happening people kind of realized what was going on um and i was like okay you know and and uh, you know this needs to happen so I, there's obviously like an issue there's obviously a big problem out there for men um you, you got to ask yourself well, why, why like why do why do we occupy uh, uh, in prisons Right, majority men, right, and majority mm. the, the worst crimes committed by men. Uh, college um, graduation rates, we're doing the worst, right? GPAs were the worst, uh, most likely to die of a violent crime, men, right? Most likely to commit suicide, men. Um, like what the hell? Like what? Mm. What is going on? And it's yeah. not like, you know, I don't really know the statistics between Muslims and non-Muslims for these kinds of cases. But I would just like to think that, you know, for the most part, we're part of the normal bell curve being integrated in this culture, right? So why is it that Muslim young guys now that are my age, they're like, oh, you know, I'm just at home playing games. I don't want to do nothing. Oh, you know, and pornography addiction, right? Another huge problem. Huge. So uh, uh, who's, ta- who's talking about this stuff? You're not, you're not hearing about this stuff at the masjid. Because yeah, back then yeah. you weren't. It was like all political stuff. Um, if there was any sort of family kind of discussion, it was always like in private, I guess. No, it wasn't happening at all. At all. And if yeah. it was, it was like, oh, be nice to your neighbor, a right? uh, uh, happy wife, happy mm. life. It's yeah. like, okay, 
That doesn't, that doesn't help me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, of course, I want my wife to be happy. That's, yeah, that's yeah. I'm not talking about that, but like, how about me as a man, right? What are you supposed to, how are you supposed to operate in this world, right? You're the leader of your home. What does that mean? You have the final say? Okay. What kind of responsibility is that mm. on you, right? Who's, are you, you're accountable for somebody now. You're accountable for your wife's actions. Great. Yeah. Are you ready to burden that responsibility? It's not just, you're not just getting married to have sex. Yeah, yeah. Right? So who talked about that? Not many mm-hmm. people. Yeah, so yeah. That, that was kind of the, and I, I was just getting hit with all this when I was getting married. That's why I was like, I think someone needs to put something together. And that's kind of the inception of the idea. Sorry, Mashallah. I ran. No, no, no. Of bit. course. No, no, Mashallah. That's, that's a really great overview for anybody who's, yeah. you know, thinking about obviously uh, picking their new uh, commute podcast or anything, right? Mashallah. It's, it's a really, it was an eye opener. I think one episode that was an eye opener um, was the one with uh, where you kept saying half our deen, half my deen, half deen, right? <laughs> oh, Baba Ali's episode? Baba Ali's, Ali's episode, yeah. mashallah. Yeah. It was yeah. a really nice episode. I think it yeah. was um, it was one that went over went over a lot of topics yeah. that, um, you know, and shout out to half deen, right? Half <laughs> deen, yes. yeah. Yeah, half deen. Shout it's, out to Baba Ali for being shout out to a Baba great Ali. guest. Yeah, it was, a really, it was a really natural conversation as well, mashallah. Yeah. Um, so the thing when, like... He mentioned a lot of things that uh, put into perspective, especially at my age and like people that are like looking to get married, I guess. How old are you? If you don't mind me asking. uh, 22. MashaAllah. Yeah. So I'm I'm still uh, in the, you know, I'm I'm in the working life. You know, I'm just. You graduated college, right? I did. I did last May. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. So I'm just going forward in that life step by step, you know. Uh, it was an eye opener for me in terms of like, okay, so I see that maybe right now I need to change the mentality that, you know, I have. And I think many, many guys at my age have, right? Where the entire notion of marriage is just to have fun, honeymoon period, and like, oh, let's go out to dinner, let's do all this stuff, <laughs> right? And yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's I mean, like, yes, but that's it, it looks, it looks cool on the outside, right? Yeah. But because, you know, what, as, as if you're, let's just say, right, uh, in the ideal world that in the, in the past, you've never had that type of relationship in the past, you've never kind of dealt with that sort of, uh, you could say, uh, issue, meaning like, you know, you've never had that, um, relationship aspect in your life. It's like the first, and you want to be a halal person, right? So it's, mashallah, great. And you want to just go towards that. But how do you, how do you get ready for that? Right. And that, that podcast, that really did open my eyes. I'm like, okay, Hey, (laughs) I think his, his point of, um, his point was pretty great. You can get to know a person within how many questions I think it was like under a hundred, but because if you just point them the right way, you can you can get to know somebody's external uh, and internals, right? Because like, how much more are you going to go into that life of looking into this person? And and it's great have as many conversations, have as many hey questions as much as you want, right? Mm-hmm. And personally, like I've done that, right? I've been in that world. I've been in that mindset of like. Am I going to be a good provider, right? Am I going to 
be in this mindset of responsibility, right? Like last night I was playing video games, like what am I going to do tomorrow? You know what I mean? Like, cause like, how do you change that? Right. And I think, um, no, no look, problem with playing video games. hundred percent. Yeah. No, no, Some shit we, play video we games. Did, yeah, it's we not did. a big deal. You know, yeah, everyone needs to yeah. like, you know, uh, burn some stress. It's just the excess, excess, everything. Yeah, excess yeah. Is just, exactly. You know, yeah. um, like, like right before this podcast, like I was outside just playing basketball, stress reliever, right? You know, just it's it's okay to do that stuff, right? No problem. But when it when it consumes you, when when these things consume you, and I think when the haram consumes you in your life, right? Yeah. Uh, when your addictions consume you, be it some people have vaping, some people have pornography, some people have yeah, uh, some people have music, well, uh, music, music I, yeah, music. Actually, no one, no one, I, no one really talks about that one. Yeah, music is something yeah. that. Um, it affects your entire mindset, I think. Hundred percent. Right? And um, the person, like one of the best things I, I, my, me and my friends did in our lives, uh-huh. we just cut music out. Yeah, yeah. Just, no. just, just don't, just don't listen to music, especially like today's music with lyrics. Just don't listen. Mm. Um, sometimes you can't control it. Like if you're at the gym, you uh-huh. have music playing or whatever. But if you're just driving. If you're doing a mindless task and you want to put something in the background and you put music, you're killing yourself. Well, like, that's yeah. Just, that's um, the, I think that's the easiest th- one to quit. Just stop it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stop. Hey, everybody, stop. <laughs> everybody, stop listening to music <laughs> right now. I mean, it's good. People are listening to us right now. Right? I guess, and, and hopefully, other podcasts. Yeah. But the thing is, when when it consumes you, and and I think Dr. Shady gave me a very good advice. Mm. He said, "Hey, um, on your shifter." Right on your in your car, keep a misbaha tasbih, right? Mm, uh, beads. So yeah. whenever you see it, you're like, oh, here, it's right here. Convenience, right? It's like when you're at a convenience store, it's like, hey, it's right here. And then you do dhikr instead of turning on the radio, turning on yes. music, right? Um, and it did to like a very large extent change the entire mindset that I have, I think, because music does manipulate you. Music will, and uh, oh, and and recently, in regards to music, there was a Travis and manipulation Scott and manipulation about what? <laughs> are, mini- we, are we thinking? Are we thinking the same thing? <laughs> what are you thinking? That about? concert? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Big time. Hundred percent. Actually, I, want, I wanted to do a solo on that, but we could talk about it here. What, what is you? What is you? What is your? Okay. What's your? Uh, Dude, take? that guy's the devil. Wallahi, bro. He's, a, I'm serious. He's he, maybe he's not the devil, but he's doing the devil's work. I saw some of the imagery that came out of that uh, that that event. Mm-hmm. Was it who's his name? Travis Scott, right? Travis Scott. Yeah, that Travis Scott event. Um, the the name of the event was uh, "See You was, on the Other Side" or some, something something yeah, like. Yeah, it was Astro World. Astro uh, Astro World event. Yeah, straight up. The image, like when you're walking into the event, you're like yeah. walking, like it's like a statue of his mouth, like you're walking in. And that's like one of the pictures of like um, Dante's seven levels of hell or whatever. Wow. And that's like one of the pictures where like people are walking into this like monster's mouth going yeah. into hell. Yeah. Yeah. And if you hear people's reaccounts of that concert, yeah. Of that concert, it sounds like they were in hell. Yeah, I think and, so. And and you can con- you can say, oh well, it was awful. People were dying. Of mm. course, they feel terrible. Contrast that with people's reaccounts of when they are in a mass shooting. Yeah, yeah, you'll hear those accounts. They'll be like, oh my god, it was crazy. I ducked for cover. There was gunfire everywhere. I was so yeah. scared of for my life. Thank goodness yeah. the police showed up. I saw someone die. It was rough. You you li- that, okay? Great. 
Not yeah. great, but like, okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You listen to these people's accounts. It was like, I don't know what was going on. Something took over me. I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't breathe. The music they were playing made me feel weird. It, it's like, what? Where were mm. you? Were you like, it sounds like you're under a trance. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's vi- the first video footage of like uh, some guy passes out. And then the paramedics are there trying to pick him up or resuscitate him or something. And Travis Scott like points to him and then he's like, oh, you know, get this guy or whatever. Hmm. And then he starts looking at the guy and singing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's demonic. Yeah. Their whole, and by the way, because I'm in production, so uh-huh. I, I kind of have a sense yeah. of some of this stuff. That like that whole portal thing that they had going on that was playing. It was like a multi, multi-leveled screen synchronized to make it look like a portal into another dimension. That mm. takes a lot of manpower and execution and planning beforehand. That's not random, mm. right? That's a group of people or a singular person having a vision in his mind saying, I want it to look like that. Mm. Because a VFX artist isn't going to go in and just say, oh, portal. Okay, I'll just, I'll just pull up the portal video and throw it in. No, that's not how this stuff works. yeah, yeah. This is direct execution of instructions mm. to make something look like that. Yeah. Right? Certain musical frequencies, how they're, where the speakers are stationed. Right? At what frequency is each speaker firing? All of this stuff is planned down to a T. And they mm. know what they're doing. So um, for people to say how they felt the way they felt, I believe it. Music has an effect on you. And yeah, if it's demonic yeah. music, it's going to have an evil effect. Mm. Um, but as Muslims, you know, if as a Muslim with Iman, right, if you're going to walk into that concert and you're going to see these these symbols, you need to be smart enough and educated enough to run the opposite direction, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, may Allah give us uh, knowledge of these kinds of things so we may avoid them. I mean, um, of course. And and you know, eight people died over there. That's, and I mean, I think it's more now. It's, I don't know. It's more probably now, but yeah. The it was you know one of them was a Muslim brother. May Allah subhanahu wa taala forgive his sins and of course, yeah, a brother named yeah, a brother named Danish. He was Pakistani, and uh, it was it was really sad to see like hearing his story, and uh, like it was there was a picture of him and him. Allah, I was hoping it wasn't any Muslims. I, I didn't know. Yep, and Subhanallah, it was him and. His parents, very, they look very old, you know, like, you know, typical, obviously, Pakistani immigrant parents. And subhanAllah, I can't imagine what they're going through, you know, and may Allah subhanAllah give them sabr as well. And when you look mm-hmm. at this stuff and when you look at why are we so adamant on pushing out content for the youth, right? So that these type of things don't end up happening that like you don't have kids who are looking for escapes and other places, you know, where they look at the da'wah, they look at the masjid as a place where they can go and confide in and they can go and see these things, right? And the entire the entire notion of that concert, right? This this guy, like he's like there was also subhanAllah, someone who went there, they said he was telling people like when they died, they like they were gone. They were on the stretchers, right? They were trampled, right? They couldn't move it was dark, pitch black, like they couldn't see, it was at night, you know, and 
everybody has like everybody's just in a flood of people like they could if they fell and they tripped if you didn't catch yourself you would be trampled over yeah right and that's like i mean this happens in crowds this happens yeah yeah that's not where you want it to happen exactly (laughs) you you don't want to go out there and the question because you know people worship these artists Mm. they know everything about them they know yeah. where they're born. They know who their friends are. They know things about their friends. They know their whereabouts. They know their sayings. Yeah, yeah. Kind of remind you of what Muslims do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like these guys, they're prophets to them. Yeah, yeah. Right? And then they go make hijrah to go see yeah. them in person, to perform live, to maybe no. get their signature. And they reach out their hands hoping that, you know, they're going to get a reaction. Yeah. Oh, my God, Travis Scott, he looked at me. He did mm. blue a kiss, whatever. He pointed at, like... What are you doing? Yeah. You know, the there's people, a place yeah. in your heart where you need to direct that energy. Yeah. And it's not towards Travis Scott. Right. And this is what mm. happens. You live in this society. You have, a, you, there's no religion. And this is what you're going to fill it with. Uh, and you're going to listen to travel, Travis Scott's, you know, yeah. music ver- verses. And yeah. then you're going to do tafsir of them. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to memorize them word for word. And that's your Quran now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and you got to st- that's when you start thinking of uh, of the world in a parallel like this like okay this is what I'm supposed to be doing in Islam and people are literally doing the same thing I'm supposed to be doing yeah but towards the shaitan. Yeah. Then you really start to understand the genius of Islam. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly and the people the, it reminds me of the verse when ya malik I believe. And uh, these people in Hellfire, they will ask the keeper of Hellfire, Malik, the angel that's stern and never smiles. He, they'll say, ask your Lord to help us because we're in hell. You know, and they're in this pitch black place. They're in this fire. They're beyond any compare of any punishment. And he'll just say to them, you, you guys are wrongdoers. There's no savior for you today. And subhanAllah, it's terrifying. Imagine Malik al Maut coming to you in a place like that. La ilaha illallah. And I. <laughs> may Allah protect us. Wallahi, I mean, may Allah protect us. I mean, I mean, there, you, know, you this can. This is. Uh, never, you never, never know. Maybe this you know. person didn't want to go there. Maybe exactly. he just wanted. Yeah. Maybe he was coerced to go with his friend. Maybe he really didn't want to be there. Yeah. You know what Obviously, I mean? Obviously, at that point, you have to have Husnavan, of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I don't yeah, know, I don't yeah. know this person's condition. Exactly. I'm just gonna assume he maybe didn't want to be there, and then exactly. You know, it's just this is not. Of course, for the parents, you know, may Allah give them, may Allah of give course, them patience. Of course, you know? of course. I mean, uh, you know, living, living, outliving your child is not something any parent wants to do. Of course, um, yeah. But this is, uh, you know, I don't know if he died via impact, but dying via impact mm-hmm. is a death of a shaheed. I, don't, I mean, I'm not really yeah, exactly. too sure, but you know, Allah alam, right? Allah alam, yeah. Uh, that's why it's yeah uh, subhanallah but and I mean he's not the only he's not the only one he's not the only one yeah no I'm saying Travis Scott all the other uh, what's the other what's another yeah another artist um, there was a guy Drake there Drake was there he was no, there, no, no, right? not him specifically. But the demo, like not the demonic type. Demonic. Saying, oh, there's uh, what's there's uh, that one guy that may he's he's homosexual. He's he's African American. Little Nas, not oh yeah, Little Nas, Little X, Nas X, where he in in a, like a music video last year, 
Um, yeah, <laughs> he was with he, the devil he, in a video. The first beginning of the video is him in in paradise. Oh. And he eats like if the idea it's like he's Adam and he he Ali Sallam Astaghfirullah and that like he he's beguiled by the snake. Oh, there's a snake in the video. Yeah, and then he the snake is like another man or something, yeah, and it, yeah. like you know it's a homosexual snake or whatever. And it, oh, it beguiles him down into the, the the depths of hell. Yeah, where little Nas X or whatever kills the devil and becomes the devil himself. So I just want you to think like, and I'm, I, I, okay. I just, I kind of, like I said, I have like a, I have a different view when I, when I, when I look yeah, at this, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm like filmmaking video anyway. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so someone had to sit there and say, okay, I want you to design heaven, what heaven would look like. And then I want yeah. you to put a snake that's going to turn into this devil looking thing. And they sat yeah. there and labored for hours with notes about exactly the look that little Nas X had a vision in his yeah, head. It's and all he green wanted. Screen. Yeah. Exactly. No, and it's VFX. Someone yeah, VFX, had to yeah. put that. But you can't just tell someone, make a devil snake. Little Nas X has a vision in his head. Exactly. And he has to communicate it bit by bit. Yeah. So you have to, when you, when you understand that, then you can say, then you understand that this stuff is like, it's a demonic inspiration coming from this yeah. person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Why would you want to be the devil? Yeah. Like most people, the evil ones, they worship the devil. This guy yeah, kills yeah. the devil to become the devil himself. Yeah. This, this is, and Muslims, you know, on TikTok or, or Instagram reels, they're yeah. putting his song over their reels, not yeah. realizing you're feeding into the machine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how we got on, on this track, but yeah. this is why you shouldn't listen to music. <laughs> exactly, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk so much about music, but guys, no, please don't listen to music. This is now now people are terrified. <laughs> That's the idea. Terrified. You gotta you gotta scare them straight, huh? Yeah, yeah go listen to old school Pac or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, whatever like, whatever's current nowadays. What is it? It's the, some people say, Oh, I I follow the minor opinion. <laughs> the, <laughs> I mean it, the prophetic I've, mentality podcast, we have a jingle at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. And it's yeah. a synthetic jingle. And I've synthetic. I've gotten I've gotten pushback from people. Some people I've actually heard someone say that they're not gonna listen to it. They're not gonna watch the episode the, the, the podcast because there's, there's a skip button, right? There's a, there's that's a what I said. Button. I was like, yeah. I'm really sorry, you know, that yeah. offends you, but you can just hit you forward know, my, 15 seconds and that's it. There's no more. I did kind of feed into those people's uh, mentality. I My intro is just me humming. <laughs> like, it, it's just like, it's like me humming. <laughs> like, yeah. what, are gonna, what are they going to say now? You know, like, clammy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. yeah but, just hum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, it's, and then now people, like, if they see me, like, I've had someone... <laughs> They said happy birthday to me. They they sung it in that tune. That's funny. That's real funny, right? And it was it was it's a it's like a it's like a brand that I've made for myself. Anytime anytime I mention anything, they start anybody if they hear it, they start humming the tune, right? And they're like, yeah, it's kind of catchy. I was like, well, I guess. I mean, I don't really. It was like a it was like a you know how like you you can't figure out an intro. So I was just like, yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I actually yeah. How many? I, I've had like at least five drafts of intros. Yeah, I had a friend uh, who does music production. I hired him to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's a Muslim guy. He actually, may Allah bless him. He's very talented. Um, yeah. But he's like a he he's like a, a music producer. 
So I just kind of gave him some guidelines and I was like, just run with it. And he came up with this and I was like, I love it. So yeah, exactly. But yeah, I know there's a mixed, there's, there's a mixed opinion uh, there is, yeah, opinion yeah. on this. So uh, I haven't studied it, nor do I think yeah, I I'm not a sheikh. Don't take I my word for it. Yeah, me either. But sheikhs have been on my podcast. Sheikhs have watched the show and no one's made an issue. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I'm yeah, it's probably yeah. fine. Um, I think, no yeah. Deal. I think if we get back on this uh, prophetic mentality uh, track, mm-hmm. This idea of, um, and I don't know how much you've talked about it with like different shuyukh of mm-hmm. uh, toxic masculinity, right? Everybody come brings that up, right? Um, and I think uh, when I, so as someone, I haven't really studied it, right? I haven't, I just heard about it in podcasts or something else. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, right? Uh, we're yes. going to get into it. <laughs> yeah, but I think I've... Um, I've only heard about it in po- like different podcasts or everything, but when it, what comes to mind is, is like someone who, uh, I, okay, this is just right off the bat, like word association type stuff, right? Cool. So I see toxic masculinity. I see, um, careless towards family, right? That's, I see that, right? Yeah. And then if you see that, I see abusive, right? Talking toxic masculinity. I see, uh, telling their sons, as a father telling their sons, don't cry, men don't cry, right? I see that as a little bit toxic, right? Um, and it, and it, like in a total kind of sense, it's had this effect of just kind of, uh, man, I don't want to say grooming, but like kind of like just uh, conditioning you to like believe that, you know, there's a set right rule of, what being a man is. And I think there are, there's a, there's there a definitely, definitely is. there definitely is. Right. There definitely and there is, definitely hundred yeah. percent is. Right. Yeah. But, um, what's turned that, what that has turned into is like, who's the strongest, right. Who's the physically, right. And who is, uh, who has the biggest beard, uh, who can like, you know, talk yeah. back to their, like a lot of uncles do it. Right. And like, Oh, if you listen to your wife, it's like, Oh, like, dude, what are you doing? You know? And if it's like, it's like, if you, uh, your wife like, runs the household, you're a simp. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. Yeah. It's okay. basically right. Uh, the concept of simp, by the way, this past year, I think within COVID time, it's ran up the entire yep. charts. Right. Um, so I think those two things, toxic masculinity and how, how to yeah. not, how to not be a simp. <laughs> if you want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so to, if you want to know what toxic masculinity is, just listen to the, or watch the prophetic mentality podcast and then just do the exact opposite. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but, but if you, if you want to dial it in into something concrete, you know, first define like a Muslim man's role in Islam, right? Yeah. You're, you're, you're the leader of your family. You know, you're, you're the provider of your family. You're responsible over your family. Um, and that means that you have rights. You have certain rights over your wife that your wife doesn't have over you. You have certain rights over your children, right? As a leader of the household, as being responsible for your household, at the end of the day, your word is what's being followed, right? When you say, when if, if, if there's two divergent paths and you say we're going, we're going right, not left, and the whole, you know, you're, everyone has to go left with you as a man of the household, Right? Yeah. But what does that mean? That means it doesn't just mean that everyone has to listen to you. It means you're responsible, right? The, the onus of that decision falls on you. See what I'm saying? 
Toxic masculinity comes in is when you take all of your rights and you execute on them based on your own ego and selfishness. Mm. Right? So, oh yeah, you know, you get in, you get in an argument or you're the kind of person who has a very big ego. You have to listen to me because I'm the man of the house. You have no choice. No. You only have to listen to me. Right? The, these are my rights. Right? You have no say in anything. Right? You're, you're, you become... You become authoritarian. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, instead of cultivating a, a, a space where your family can feel safe and comfortable and learn and have a shura and voice opinions and, you know, feel as like though they're supported by you. They feel that they are repressed by you. You know what I mean? Mm. So that's, you know, forget the whole, you know, toxic, to- saying, saying someone's toxic, uh, toxic masculinity is saying, you know, men don't cry. I mean, okay, our parents' generation, this is just what they thought was a man. You know, men don't cry, right? We just bottle it in and uh, suck it up. Yeah. Which I'll be honest, for some, bo- for, for some guys nowadays, they need a dose of that. <laughs> for, yeah. some, for some guys in society nowadays, they yeah. do need a dose of that, right? Yeah, suck yeah, it up. Yeah. Like, shut up, just, yeah. just work harder, you know, suck it up. Yeah. But yeah, it's just when you when you act on your rights out of selfishness and ego, that's what toxic. You know, that, then you just become a toxic man. Allah gave you Allah gave, like Allah gave you many rights with responsibilities, and at the same time, um, f- f- physically, physically, we are we're the dominant gender, mm. right? We are more often than not we're we're taller, we weigh more, we have a bigger bigger muscle, like a, a muscle muscle mass is bigger, we can push more weight, we can run faster, jump higher, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave that for men. Yeah. But why? Why did he give it for men? Right? We need, we're, we're maybe not nowadays, but, you know, originally we had to hunt for our food, we had to t- till our crops, we had to physically protect our family. Now you call, you dial 911, but back in the day you didn't have that, right? You actually yeah. had to fight Right, maybe not as much fighting happens nowadays, but um, yeah, you don't go use those, yeah, yeah, you know those those attributions that God gave you, and mm-hmm. then oppress your family with it, oppress your, your your someone who's beneath you, right? And that's as a man, that's what you should be worried about, right? Go sit down, and write a list of all of the blessings that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala gave you, and then I want you to write down a list. Seeing how, if, you have, if, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala held you accountable for them today, what did you do? I gave you wealth, right? Did you spend it on the poor? I yeah. gave you strength. Did you uplift the weak, right? I made you articulate. Did you defend those who couldn't speak for themselves? I gave you intelligence. Did you think of a way to help out those who needed it? You know what I mean? I made you a leader. Were you, a, you know, I made you a leader. Did you help your followers? You know what I mean? And some, for some men, that's not everybody. Some men, I made you a great follower. Did you follow the right leader? Right? So as a man, you have these gifts. How do you use them? And that's if you use them for the wrong reasons, you know, uh, 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 satanic reasons, that's when it becomes toxic. Not just for those around you, but for for yourself first. Wallahi, you know, you're going to act on on your ego. Who's going to die for your family? your, Your wife can leave you. Yeah, your kids, your kids will, the state will take them if you're that if you're evil enough, you live in America. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. You'll go to jail, but who you hurt? You're hurting yourself, right? Mm. So um, nowadays, the whole toxic masculinity thing—it's like 
any man that tries to put forward any sort of authority is toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, we don't agree with that. We don't agree with that. Yeah, Islamically, there should be a, there's a standard, right? And it's, it's, it's exactly as you mentioned it, right? Yeah. Uh, Many of the shuykh, um, even on your podcast, they talk about um, things such as, you know, being dominant in the sense as being mature enough to understand your entire family's dynamic and what you need as a family, right? Mm-hmm. The meaning, yeah, that you put those six other people before you, and you see, hey, maybe sometimes I want to do, I want to go here, I want to do this by myself, but I can't because, for example, like someone's spouse, my spouse wants this, right? My wife wants this, my daughter wants this, my son wants this done. So you put those as a father, right? And especially a lot of uh, single fathers, right? It's a lot of single fathers. And subhanAllah, I think one point that, I don't know who it was, but it was, um, it, w- it was, I think it was Sheikh Wissam Sharif. He made a point that mm. the Prophet Sallallahu has played the role of every single role that you can think of, right? So that anybody can connect to him. He's played mm. the single father role, right? Towards Fatima radiallahu anha. Right, he's uh, he's played that role of being a brother. He's played that role of being a father who lost his child. Right, and when you think about it, uh, he and, dabbled and, in business. He was and, the and of yeah, and, he was and like anybody in, can connect to him, right? Yeah, anyone. He, you know, his he his wife passed away. You know, yeah, he's any any position that you're in, you exactly. can relate to the prophet's actions in some way. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, it's subhanAllah. Beautiful. And, and uh, th- when you try to connect to him, right, when you try to connect your, uh, uh, like I think as a man, as a young man, right, as a young man, me, like, I guess, however, under 40, right, because youth is up until 40, right? Alhamdulillah. So, alhamdulillah. So, so anybody, you know, even if you're starting out to be a father, if you have already been a father, you know, how can you maybe mend those relationships or how can you continue to build them, right? That's that's another thing. And all these things, they they add up when somebody thinks about, okay, I need to pinpoint my weakness right here. And I think being a man also, under, like you have to understand yourself. You have to pick out your weakness by yourself. You have to, you have to see, I'm a man. I have to pick out, okay, I am not financially uh, responsible. Right. So I have to figure out what I'm going to do with that. And I think a lot of times it is just the man just figuring out himself. Like I have to just click that switch. But what about those guys that are, I guess, maybe a little getting older towards 30, towards 40. They are still in that rut of uh, that click. That switch hasn't clicked. What's some advice that you can give them? I um, you're. I don't know if I'm qualified to talk about this, but uh, I mean, look for as a if you're if you're a guy, you're listening. Most likely, you know what you need to do. Yeah, you know, like you you know, if you take it like as men, we know this, right? You're not, you're not playing ten hours of video games because you love Fortnite. No, you're running away from something right mm. you're not getting angry all the time 
because you have a mental health problem. No, you have, you have, you have a problem facing something. You have something inside you that's bothering you. Right. Uh, you don't, it's not like you don't have any goals in life because, you know, no one's taught you or you don't have the resources. No, you're, you're, you maybe you just lack some courage. Right. So whatever it is, whatever point in your life where you find yourself stuck or deficient, I feel like for most men, you know, the first step is to look inward, you know, and really, really face yourself, mm. you know, and that, that's, that, that's the best advice that, you know, I could give any, any, anybody really, like just, you really have to face yourself. I mean, in the society that we live in, um, more often than not, people are doing generally okay when it comes to, uh, you know, resources and opportunities mm. right, for you to excel. Um, the Muslim community generally is doing okay. We have a lot of resources and opportunities. Uh, there is a huge societal pressure to maybe act and behave and believe something else. But I don't think it's to the point where it's going to put you as a man in a rut, right? You're a man. Allah created you and you were born out of your mother as a man. So tap into that. You have the strength, right? You have the strength to look in the mirror, look in yourself and figure out what do I need to fix? and pick one thing and work at it and then pick another thing and work at it. And there's many sort of, you know, uh, 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 self-help books. I, although I don't recommend self-help books, <laughs> but there are books online that you can get that kind of teach, that kind of talk you through how to formulate a new habit and how to get rid of a new one. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, go to your local bookstore, hit up Amazon and get that purification of the heart book from Sheikh Hamza Yusuf's translation. Listen yeah. to that. Read that. Listen to his commentary or another sheikh's. Um, you know, uh, purify your gaze if you haven't already. Mm. By stop. What you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean when I say that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, so, look. At the end of the day, a woman wants a man who's in control, but not controlling. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So are you in control of yourself? Are you in control of your emotions? If you want something and you have, are you able to create an actionable plan to get it? Do you have discipline? Do you have control over your desires? I, I mean, I, I, I'm not perfect, mm. right? I, I'm a, sometimes I'm just a slouch, right? I procrastinate. I'm no yeah. different than anyone else, Yeah. right? But you just have to realize that those are the things you're fighting against. Exactly. So... Advice to young men and all men in general, really, if you're in a rut, um, you know, you just got to learn to face yourself. No one's going to change it for you. You're not going to fall into a pile of money or whatever, whatever else you think is going to happen. Mm. Well, you know, um, actually, I was listening to uh, Clubhouse with uh, Sheikh Shadi today, and he was talking about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't create this world to be random. Meaning like right? win the lottery, do something. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not going to happen. Yeah. Right? You want something, you got to work for it, right? You have to have a plan. You have to have discipline. You want to be a better man? Okay, be a better man. Take the steps. Fight mm. against yourself. That's the biggest fight. That's the biggest fight for any man nowadays. Well, it's the fight against the self. Seriously, you're bombarded with how much garbage. I can't swipe Instagram anymore without seeing some sort of fahsha, uh, you know, yeah. some sort yeah. of fahsha, right? 
just nudity everywhere. Even kids, they look up Fortnite on Instagram. I was reading this. Uh, there's an Instagram account that I follow. Uh, they, they do like activism against, uh, against pornography, mm. right? They go after big companies. Yeah. And one of the things was they're like, protect your kids from social media. And uh, um, Fortnite is really big with, uh, with like 16-year-olds and under. I don't know what the, like, they're not millennials. They're not Gen Z. I don't know what they are. But if you look up like Fortnite on Instagram or something, you, the first stuff that pops up, it's like, you know, you know, Fortnite naked girl or like Fortnite, you know, sex or whatever. And it's directed towards children. Mm. So, um, you know, you really, as a man, you really have to protect yourself from these things. We are much more affected on it by it than women. Um, So fortify yourself, fortify your gaze, you know, fortify what you say. Uh, there's another great class by uh, Sheikh Hamza Yusuf. You can go on Dean Stream TV, nine ninety nine a month, and he has a whole lecture series on prohibitions of the tongue. Mm. Uh, that's another great one. Uh, so purification of the heart, purification of the tongue, purifying your gaze. Stop listening to music. You know what Maybe I mean? Instead of Netflix, they could pay for that. <laughs> exactly. No. Um, they, they, they have. Uh, there's you know, and there's there's a whole movement of guys on the internet where they talk about um, uh, the benefits of no masturbation. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because like no fap is what they call it. Yeah. Right. So go on those Reddit boards, read them, mm-hmm. go, go look at these guys, YouTube channels. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you watch like the guy's first video that he did versus the guy's video, like a year later. Mm. And he, the guy looks different. Yeah, yeah. Just one thing. He did one thing. He looks different, mm. right? So if if this is something you're struggling with, there's a, there's a purifyyourgaze.com is run by Muslims. Yeah. Um, there's this one called uh, My Tazkia. My Tazkia is a UK group of brothers. They keep it completely anonymous. They, amazing. Uh, okay. Yeah. So if you can have actual like groups, group chats where like you kind of help each other and like yeah. those, those type of things. It was on a freshly grounded podcast they brought That's it up. That's amazing. Yeah. And definitely. it's like and it's anonymous fully, you know? Cuz a lot of people have that issue it's like they don't come forward because they feel that shame of everything. And it was just a, it was on it was on the YM um Instagram account yesterday. Okay, great. Like a study great. of like yeah. a study of like 63% of like masjid going guys they have an issue with it. I I believe it. You know, exactly. So like, and then 30%, no, like probably more than 34, but it was 34%. Uh, they feel ashamed and they don't know how to stop. Right. Like that was that. So like, there's these things out there, but you just, you just got to look, you know, and, and have that little desire of nafs, right. Uh, that, yeah. that desire to finish, to, to, you know, end these kind of, uh, desires. So, and, and like the, the advice is so simple, but so profound that the Prophet ﷺ gave uh, one young man, he came and he was like, Ya Rasulullah, like, I can't take it anymore, right? It's like, he was just, I can't take it anymore. Like, I either need to do zina or like this, that. He was like, fast, right? And calm yourself. How do you, like, fast, meaning uh, restrict one of your desires, right? And that will restrict... Because that's the main desire, right? Just yeah. food, right? And the route for the other desires is that stomach. Restrict your stomach. Mm-hmm. Uh, the days are shorter. You could fast. 
you know, and that fasting brings you closer to Allah. Not only does it do that, it brings you closer to a healthier lifestyle. It brings you closer to so many other things. It gives you so much more time, right? We spend uh, half an hour, an hour, just lunch, waiting lunch, uh, you know, buying lunch, whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm a foodie. I love food, but like, it's just, you know, you, you figure that out and you're just like, I have more time now, you know? So you, you do more ibadah, you do more dhikr. Yeah, so. definitely. More ibadah, more dhikr, uh, fast. Uh, if you have the option, limit red meat, mm-hmm. um, try to go to the gym, whatever time, whatever time you think you're most likely to commit this act, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. replace that with something else. Yeah. In your schedule, go to the gym. Sleep and earlier. Stay, right. Yeah. Whatever. Sleep earlier. Don't sleep yeah. next to your phone. Yeah. Um, also, this is something that I have at home mm-hmm. just because I don't want to see those ads. I don't want to see anything unintentional, right? You can actually go to your ISP. Yeah. Yeah. In your ISP settings, your DNS settings. Um, and uh, on your router, if you're a tech person, you're going to, if you're not a tech person, you're going to have to Google this. But there's a whole like website you can go to and it will generate like a, you tell it, you tell the website like what kinds of things you don't want mm-hmm. in your home network. Yeah. And it will generate a certain like number for you and you put that in your router and then you're, you're good. You're good. So this is actually really important if you have kids and you're worried that they're going to accidentally look something up or see something, mm. right? Because it could be Fortnite, Fortnite, you know. Yeah, and they don't know, right? They, they don't, don't know. know. They don't know, exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. But if you have these safeguards in, then it'll never show up. Uh, same thing with your phones, right? You can do the same thing. Um, and it's just, it's very, like, it, it, it also, it'll stop these ads that'll come up, mm-hmm. uh, any sort of spam. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many freaking calls I get and text messages I get yeah, on the daily now. Uh, email, like all that stuff. It's just, it'll be completely blocked. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and this is just part of, forti- as a man, you're just fortifying your home. Exactly, yeah. Right? Um, but yeah, uh, oh. it's... Uh, May, may Allah protect us. Well, like, I mean, this is uh, I mean, this is one of the big, uh, and and you know, the guys think that you know, uh, this is part of the. We were actually I wanted to do like a whole pornography uh, series on the show. We just haven't gone around to producing the whole thing. But mm-hmm. one of the things uh, I learned was that like you know, some of these guys. This is this is uh, someone who did a study with non-Muslims, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and it made me realize something. Um, their pornography addiction was so bad they actually stopped having sex with their partner. Mm. Like these are people in a committed relationship. Yeah. And they don't want to have sex with them anymore. Yeah. They just want to watch pornography. And then at, after, even after that, those same groups of men started having homosexual tendencies. Mm. So you could probably correlate the rise in, you know, uh, homosexuality, right? People saying yeah. they're gay towards these higher levels of pornography consumption. Because when you're, if you're watching something on, 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 on the screen, your brain just understands that it's seeing this image and it's being stimulated. It's not, it doesn't separate the, the two objects in, in the image. It just sees that and it's stimulation. So now you may be attracted to a guy. You, start, you may start having homosexual tendencies if you, if you consume enough of this crap. Yeah, anyway, yeah. what it made me realize was, yeah, some of these guys, like you, you have a pornography addiction, you're like, oh, it'll get better when I get married. Like, most likely not. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most likely it won't. Uh, so, you know, one of the biggest evils uh, that we're dealing with, and not just Muslim men, well, like even women are now dealing with some of this crap too. So, yeah, may Allah protect yeah. us, really. 
Amin, Ya Rabbil Amin. Amin. Well, this has been, I think, one of uh, my favorite. I, I don't want to be very uh, picky because if somebody else listens. But it's been one of my very, very favorite uh, podcasts because, mashallah, like so many things were talked about. And obviously, it doesn't matter, right? Because it's a podcast. It, it has to be a lot of content. But it was good. It was quality content. May Allah subhanahu wa bless you, our beloved brother Amr, right? Jazakallah um, and uh, Melissa will thought I put Baraka in your podcast uh, at Prophetic Mentality. Um, my favorite podcast, by the way, guys. <laughs> so, uh, inshallah, I think that inshallah we can end it here. And with that, we leave you guys. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Wa <laughs>